Hey, everybody, welcome. Steve Wolenhouse. I'm your host here on Anatomy of Success. To be financially successful, try seven strategies to build wealth. That's our topic of conversation this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wolenhouse. Welcome. If you're here for the first time, glad you discovered us. If you've been here before, I'm grateful that you come back, and I hope you're gaining some benefit. Please share your experience with some friends. Subscribe to the podcast, and if you get a chance, rate and review. That does help boost awareness, and we'd like more people to find out about what we're doing here. And then jump over to weatherology.com. You'll find the Weatherology mobile app. It's a free weather app with international weather conditions that I think you'll like. And then you can find me under the About Us page, learn a bit more about my work, and then find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram at the top of that page, and I hope you follow along. You know, compliments of COVID-19, American savers have socked away more money than ever over the past year, and uh, that's commendable and good news. In many countries around the world, however, saving has always been important, but amplified by this pandemic. In America, though, people are notorious for living paycheck to paycheck. It's very easy to get what we want on credit and manage monthly payments as a way to justify our expenses. That's why most car dealers advertise, here's the monthly payment or the lease payment because people are attracted to the idea that I can justify that without thinking, what am I really buying? Oh, a $25,000 car on credit. So we have to reframe how we think things. Data from the Federal Reserve indicates the savings rate is now 32%, which is the highest I've ever seen it in my lifetime, and much higher than the 6% that was common during the past decade when the stock market was on a historic bull run that lasted for over a decade and to some extent still continues with the exception of the pandemic bump we encountered during the inception of COVID-19. A report from the Federal Reserve also indicated that four out of 10 Americans would be unable to manage an unexpected $400 bill based on having absolutely no emergency savings. 70% had less than $1,000 in savings. So that also helps us put into proper context this perception on social media. We see that everybody's living this grand life. The facts don't add up to that. And I'll explain a bit more in detail as we go through our program today. The pandemic has changed many people's purchasing habits and relationship with saving money, and that's a good thing. Low-income Americans, though, are still struggling. They are still spending more than they make and putting no money aside. High-income Americans are spending less and saving more. Many people still struggle with the challenge of paying off debt, investing, doing both is almost impossible for over 50% of the population on a tight budget. I always let my friends, the experts in the financial community, weigh in on the best strategies to help people finesse through challenging times and the best way to build wealth for yourself. I have my own plans that I've done very effectively for almost 40 years because I took it upon myself to make financial well-being a top priority. So I read a lot, studied a lot, learned a lot about finance when I was very young, and it's uh, obviously helped me a great deal with my business success and my personal success. But when I see these standards, statistics, I still get concerned that a lot of people don't take saving very seriously or can't resist the opulent lifestyle in favor of the discipline necessary to save. But there's some basic lessons that I believe we can employ to help improve our relationship with money. 
in a recent survey on LinkedIn that exploded with over 380,000 views, 10,000 plus votes, more like 12,000, and 1,200 comments. People sought balance. They were looking for balance. I asked a simple question. If you inherited a large sum of money, and I realize that's very subjective, which is the intention, you tell me what constitutes a large sum of money, what would you do? Save it or invest it, spend it or pay off debt, or number four, a combination of all three. Save it, spend it, pay off debt, and donate some to charity. Now, I intentionally removed giving and the emphasis on investing because I wanted to test people's preference as it pertains to spending or saving. That's what I was interested in finding out. One obnoxious, high-level, quote-unquote, prominent corporate executive from a well-known Indian company pontificated about how focusing on charity and giving generously wasn't the focus of the study and what kind of a CEO are you? Have you ever thought about giving to your neighbor? Spare me the disingenuous nonsense. That's precisely why I omitted that charitable option. Besides having horrible communication skills, being rude, disrespectful, that person couldn't resist a public performance dedicated to signaling virtuous behavior. That's why I left it out because a lot of people do that. Ask them how generous they are. They're going to tell you. They're going to videotape it as they give money to a homeless person and put it on social media. I wanted some simple facts. Do you save or spend? Which do you tend to do? So if you're investing, managing debt and building wealth, I believe you're already succeeding. But to be financially successful and have some balance in life, here are seven strategies I believe we can easily employ to build wealth. Number one, what I call slow and steady. The faster we dismiss the idea of getting rich quick, the better. The average millionaire takes between seven and 14 years to build their fortune, folks. That requires time and patience, slow, methodical growth. That's the best way to build wealth. And that requires making wise investment decisions and being disciplined. By investing regularly in qualified, well-thought-out investments, we can build wealth through compound interest, appreciation or building a business, investing in real estate, if that's your forte, slow and steady, though, is the way we build wealth. Next, we have to manage debt. Many people get in way too deep on debt, trying to keep up with high interest loans. That's a nightmare that stops people from investing because they can't resist acquiring things they can't afford on credit. That's the American way. My preference and a strategy I have employed for decades, no debt, personally, professionally. Many businesses give away precious equity involving investors, taking out massive loans. I've never done that. There's a better, harder way. Hard enough to run a successful business, do it this way 10 times harder because it's all in. You are all in. Your skin in the game, not taking other people's money. You go sell, learn how to sell and build your business with revenue, period. Okay, I got to get money. Well, there's another way and I've done it so we can debate that all day long. It's hard. It demands discipline. Likewise, many individuals are up to their eyeballs in debt. We have to learn fiscal responsibility and liberate ourselves, folks, from debt. Thank you. 
Number three, don't chase trends. I'm amazed how many people chase trends to get rich quick. Fashionable stocks, Bitcoin, real estate, investments that go bust, and bad business ideas that never take flight and materialize. We need to resist chasing alluring temptations, investment opportunities, tips from a friend, and develop an investment strategy that makes sense based on our risk tolerance, investment horizon, and some common sense. Let the fools follow the trends and stay committed to an investment strategy that you're comfortable with. George Carlin said this, most people work just hard enough not to get fired and get paid just enough money not to quit. Next, good credit. Keep a close eye on your credit scores. Having good credit takes discipline and patience. It also helps us secure low interest financing when we do need it. Let's say you want to buy a new car, buy a home. Low credit will make a difference. The best way to good credit, we have to have no debt, pay off high interest accounts monthly, and that includes our credit cards, and exercise a little fiscal responsibility when it comes to credit. Next, expert advice. I decided at age 18 to start becoming a financial expert. I read every magazine and good book on investments and practiced the expert advice offered by professionals. And they say the same things very often. A lot of the professionals will tell you, set money aside, pay yourself first. A lot of things we'll talk about here. If you don't feel comfortable taking complete control of your financial future like I did, I highly recommend you ask a professional. There's nothing wrong with that. Swallow your pride. These people do this for a living. There's great ones out there. Do some due diligence and find a qualified, accredited, experienced, and trusted financial planner to help prepare a strategy. And they will lay it out for you, and then you just have to do the work. Don't let our pride prevent us from seeking financial advice that will change your life, folks. Next, and I alluded to this earlier, we have to pay ourselves, folks. Smart people pay themselves first. They set aside a specific amount each month for themselves before doing anything else. We have to get into the habit of paying ourselves first and forfeit the impulse to buy things we can't afford. It takes tremendous discipline to resist pursuing a lifestyle outside our means obtained on credit, but it's mandatory. We can't worry about keeping up with the Joneses. You would be amazed how many people live in big houses are broke. Dual income families that make enough to justify leveraging themselves to the max to justify buying a house in a big neighborhood they can't afford. That's what most Americans do. The illusion of wealth in America is incredibly prevalent. We have to resist that pay ourselves first. Let me tell you a little secret. My first job in TV with a master's degree, I made 17,000 bucks a year. They pay you squat. I still saved 25% of my income, sold my car, rode my bike to work, took my suit out of my duffel bag, wiped off with a towel, put it on, went on TV, rode my bike home, didn't do anything but work out, run, work my butt off, and save 25% of my income. So this notion that there's people being oppressed, and no, it's people that don't have discipline. There's just about everybody listening, I would bet, makes more money than that. And if I could do it at that age, you can do it now. You just have to deny yourself the things that we can't resist having in favor of the discipline required to build wealth. That's the difference. 
So we give people excuses in the form of pointing fingers and dreaming up justification for why people can't get ahead. The only reason people can't get ahead is because they refuse to take the personal responsibility necessary to commandeer their potential. It's as simple as that. I've mentored everybody under the sun, females, black people, Asian people, Indian people, and guess what they all had in common? When they made the decision they wanted to be successful, they became successful. So I don't buy into this nonsense that certain people have it better than other people. So I've seen people from every walk of life, every orientation get ahead. Give me two hours with that person and I'll set them on the right track, guaranteed every single time, and you can do it too. Next, we have to build great investments. Building wealth takes time and it requires wisdom. At the inception of COVID-19, I saw thousands of people offering investment advice on LinkedIn. None of it panned out well. None of it. Individual stock tips, liquidate your portfolio, flee to cash, get out of the stock market, buy Bitcoin, gold, silver, everything under the sun. One of the best ways to build wealth, build a successful business that's highly profitable and appreciates in value. I have friends that make a fortune in real estate because they're smart and they're good at it. The stock market has been very generous to disciplined investors, myself included, that have a strategy. I've done it for decades, so it's tough for me, you know, when people offer advice, get out, buy in. No, discipline, strategy, stay committed. Don't succumb to the emotional whims of other people that don't know what they're talking about. Building wealth takes patience, expertise, and a plan. Build great investments and build a beautiful financial future. Will Rogers said this, too many people spend money they earn to buy things they don't need to impress people they don't even care about. I hope you benefited from this conversation on wealth building strategies today. Seven very simple steps. But again, if you're interested in financing, immerse yourself in it. Learn to become an expert at managing your finances. If you're not comfortable or don't have the time to do that, then hire an expert that can help. Glad you joined us here on Anatomy of Success this week. I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Until we meet again next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.